We got the Jews and the Muslims, the Isms, the Wasms, and 10,000 flavors of Christian. God save us all from religion. Today's podcast is going to be a lesson out of the Mirror Bible in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. This particular translation of the Bible speaks very much to me in bringing a lot of the words uh, that are in Scripture and in Bible into a new way in which that we can use them to allow us to rethink some of the things that we've been taught. So I hope that you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you. Welcome to From Sin to Zen. We realize this podcast may not be for everyone. However, we believe there are no accidents, and we were meant to connect today. Let's consider a serious question. If the restrictions caused by the laws of religious dogma would have been able to bring the whole world together, why are so many leaving organized religion in search of a new spirituality? From Sin to Zen offers you an opportunity to contemplate what is true, which you will decide for yourself during our journey to spiritual self-empowerment. If you are in the process of re-examining old beliefs that no longer serve you and realize there has to be a more excellent way, then this podcast is for you. We invite you to join us as we take another look at some of the most important tenets of fundamental Judeo-Christian dogma that may be holding you back from fully expressing all you were created to be. This will take us from fear-based dogmas to a love-based experience, or from sin to zen. Your spiritual guide for Sin to Zen, David Hulse. Throughout his years of spiritual searching, David has challenged many traditional doctrines, theologies, and dogmas. He has inspired numerous individuals toward a journey of self-discovery by sharing his own experiences. As David has traveled through various beliefs about God, he now sees himself as a bridge between the old and the new. His stirring presentations of intuitive wisdom will inspire and challenge you to move from believing in God to the experiential realm of knowing God and manifesting the spiritual aspects of love, peace, and joy in your life. It is my pleasure to introduce David Hulse for an enlightened journey from sin to Zen. Hello, and welcome to this week's podcast, From Sin to Zen. This is David Hulse, your host, The reason that we call this podcast From Sin to Zen, if you might be new, is we are trying to build a bridge in consciousness for those of you that are beginning to question some of your old childhood uh, teachings of religion that is uh, no longer serving you. Due to the fact of so much information today that is available to us is giving us more information that we can begin to revisit some of the 
ways that we have believed, not only about religion, but science, education, politics. Everything is in scrutiny right now as we are seeing it from different eyes, maybe what we call sacred eyes, and seeing things completely differently. And of course, what that means is an opportunity to correct and adjust a lot of things, everything from language to intention to revelation and knowledge and understanding. So this podcast is possibly for you, maybe by no accident you have happened on this podcast today. I want to talk to you today out of a version and translation of scripture that has really, I think, found me more than I found it. And it's called the Mirror Study Bible, the Romance of the Ages. It is a selection of New Testament texts paraphrased from the Greek and often from the Aramaic. I am very much looking for a new language to talk Bible that doesn't carry a lot of the baggage of the Jacobian uh, King James era that was absolutely translated with the purpose of establishing the power of the king over the people in the place of the Pope. So, of course, that is where we get the difference between Catholicism and Protestantism. The word Protestant just means a Catholic who protests the power of the papacy or the Pope. But much of Catholicism uh, went with a lot of those who was protesting into the uh, a different religion. Uh, so let's look at one book uh, we'll start with today, and let's see how far we can get in 1 Corinthians the second chapter, and we'll start with the first verse. And I'm, why I'm reading this is because this is what I want to say to you from my heart. But it's written here very well. Now, of course, Corinthians is supposed to have been written by Paul, as far as we know. And for you that are kind of have background in Bible in any way, you must understand that the Bible is not laid out the way it was written. For instance, when we pick up a, a Bible... It's going to give you the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Well, actually, and then it begins more with the writings of Paul. But actually, the writings of Paul are before those Gospels. So that's why uh, it's important that you realize if you're going to read any uh, spiritual texts of any kind, that would be the Bible, you really have to find the order that Spirit gives it rather than what man's given it. See, man takes something that has a spiritual order to it and then reorders it in a way to fit the way it wants it to uh, prove what they believe. So that's why I've never just sat down in the 60 years I've been speaking about Scripture and, and uh, using Bible references. I've actually never sat down and read the Bible from front to back. I just haven't had need to. And the reason is, is because a lot of times I hear the scripture in me first, and then the Bible validates that in some way. So um, this is my heart in this first verse. My intention in visiting you is not to engage you in a theological debate or to impress you with clever philosophical words, guessing about the mystery of God. And I feel that. I'm not in, in here to try to convert 
or convince and not necessarily to debate. I don't mind a conversation. In fact, I think that's the thing that's missing most in the entire world today is the lack of we're not communicating with each other. We have broken the connections with each other so much that we've given ourselves over to this whole ego system of I'm not you, you're not me, putting labels that makes us feel different from each other. And, and, and of course, that escalates uh, because we don't communicate and break down the wall that is built between us due to what appears to be. So we're giving our power to appearing, difference of race, different of uh, religious thinking. Uh, po- political is huge today in the difference uh, between the extremities that are out there and all degrees in between. And nobody's trying to break down that wall. Nobody is dare to go behind the curtain that separates each and every one of us. And we can do that through communication. So, I want to make this clear to you that all I'm doing is giving you some information and knowledge that not only have I gathered through study mentally, but through revelation of my inner spirit. And this is what has been given to me that is unique, and I'm humbled by it, is the fact that I can look at something and hear something different than what I'm reading. I can hear behind the words. You know, in reading words, you've got to realize that anybody that says or writes a word had an intent before they did it. What do they mean? Where are you coming from? Often people say, oh, you know what I mean. I know people that say that. Most of the conversation is, oh, you know what I mean, or I'm not sure I know how to say it. And I'm supposed not to take that at face value? Absolutely not. We need to get behind the words and find out where are you coming from? And don't be afraid to ask people, where are you coming from? Because the ego mind in you will tell you, yet you're acting like you're stupid, like you don't get it. But that's not true. It's because you're inquisitive and you want to know. And when you know the truth, what? The truth will make you free from the illusions of this world. So I love in this first verse that it talks about not impressing us with clever. Oh boy, I tell you, sometimes I guess I could be as guilty as any other speaker, minister, and get sometimes clever. You know, I can get a Bible story and get something out of it that's clever. I can do a twist somewhere in something I've read and make it clever. And I think we have to be careful about that, that we don't try to take things to just make them uh, clever. So I like this. I'm not here to impress you with clever philosophical words and only guessing about the mystery of God. Now, this word mystery is interesting. It is mystonion, which means uh, mystery or to look similar. The Alexandrian copy and others read the mystery of God more is accurate in the Syrian version. Um, you got to understand uh, that when these are mentioned about Syrian and the, those Bible lands, we're talking thousands of years ago, 2,000 and more years ago. This was the, the part of the, of the earth in which so much activity was going on. 
And you may ask, why there? Because if you really start looking at where the history lies, uh, that's different from the history that's been written, you have to really go into Iran, Iraq, uh, Syria, and some of these places. And I know they look uh, like places you don't want to be in right now. But at one time, there was something going on there. And someday we'll get into the why that part of the world or the planet was so powerful. Uh, and we'll talk about that there is a major portal that is over that part of the planet where souls were incarnating at that time. And there are history to prove that. We've seen it on uh, cuneiform uh, writings. We've seen it on uh, the etchings of uh walls of caves, and we've seen a whole different humanity that was uh, before there was so much rewriting of our history of, uh, of who we are, where we came from, and kind of where we're going. And of course, out of that came a lot of religions, which was man's own interpretations uh, of who we are. And oftentimes it wasn't at all accurate to the true history of Gaia, our planet Earth. But that's being restored back. That's one of the things we, we have a great hope in is so many things, yes, they've been changed. Yes, they've been interpreted and reinterpreted. Yes, it has been infiltrated, uh, infiltrated with uh, agendas of people and cultures. And, and, and uh, we've changed the course of history. So you're on, you're on this planet because there's a history to this planet. There's a plan. There is a purpose for incarnating and being on this planet. But we've lost that that purpose. We've lost the plan for why we incarnate on earth. And we've gone off into this world of ego and labels and racism and every ism that there is that is distracting us from our own purpose. And what is the result of that? Anger, fear, fightings, separation, wars. All of these things are being fought out of the frustration that we've lost our way. We're lost. Now, even that uh, reminds me of how we hear that we need to come to Jesus because we're lost and we need to be found. Well, I'm not going to throw that baby out the bathwater either because I do think people are lost. And I think God's gotten lost. I don't think just humans are lost. I think God got lost uh, too because we disconnected from the presence within ourselves to that which was outside of ourselves. So yes, we need to be saved. Absolutely, you need to be saved. You need to be found and you need to accept something that personalizes itself as the presence within you. So the mystery of God kind of fascinates me. It, 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 it's, it's an interesting idea. So let's look at it a little bit in the Greek language. In Revelations, it says that when the mystery of God is finished, and then it goes on down in a verse or two below that and says, time shall be no more. So what is this mystery? What is this mystery about? Let's talk about it. Second, the second verse, now we're in 1 Corinthians 2 and 2. My mind is fully made up about you. Now, this is, this is being spoken through inspiration. This is, in other words, this is, spe this is spirit speaking now. Um, and I want to say that, that that's the thing about all these um, written texts, including the Bible. You really have to, to be discerning, I guess is the word I want, discerning as to what has been inspired and, and what is, what is uh, being channeled by spirit and what is man's idea of that which spirit is saying. 
You have to do that. And the Bible is very clear about that. It says, uh, um, my, one of my favorite verses is uh, 1 or 2 Timothy 3.16. It says that all scriptures given by inspiration of God is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction. Now, that says that in the King James English translated, uh, translated, translated, translated book. But in the Greek, if you go back, it says they, they inserted a word is, which should not be in there. So all scriptures that are or is given by inspiration of God, take out the is. And then in the Greek lexicon, you put in a comma. So we'd read all scriptures inspired. Then say all scriptures are inspired. All that are and have been inspired is profitable for our growth, for correction, and for all that we need to move us forward. Then it says steady. Study to show yourself approved that you be not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. See, rightly dividing the word of man's traditions from that which has been inspired. So now we're in a place in which uh, the inspiration is coming through. So when, when we read my mind, we're not, not talking about Paul's mind. We're talking about what's coming through Paul's uh, brain, which is the mind of God. Our mind of spirit, whatever you truly call it. But now he's in a state of inspiration, which means the spirit in him is, is in being able to enter into his thought level. My mind is made up about you. Listen to this in your spirit as I read it. The only possible way in which I can truly know you is in the light of God's mystery, which is Christ in you. There's the mystery. That's still a mystery to most religions and especially to Christianity is they still attach Christ only to the man Jesus. Often tell people Christ is not Jesus's last name. They didn't have last names in the Bible anyway. You know, it was, it was, you had one name usually. So there's no last names. Uh, so if it's not his last name, what is it? Hmm, maybe it's his deeper identity. Maybe it is who he truly was that he came to show us. Not himself, Jesus, but Jesus was the door, the way, the portal, the the pathway. And in that declared in your Bible, literally, I am the way, I am the truth, I'm the door, that no man can come to the truth of who they are, but through me. Now we think that is Jesus, but no, that's coming through Jesus. Who says I'm the way? Not Jesus. I am said I'm the way through Jesus. Well, guess what? I am too. Jesus is not the only I am there is. Everything is an I am. I am a rock, I am a tree, I am a flower, I am a bumblebee, I am a human being. We can't speak without coming from that sacred point in our consciousness, I am. You may say, okay, I am an alcoholic. Or you may go to a meeting and say, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Christian, I'm a Muslim. And all the brain hears is the label, but it understand that every one of those labels begin from the same point in consciousness, I am. And we know how powerful that is in the statement, I am that I am. So can we all get back to the I am and get rid of the labels for a little while, we might really feel again our connection that we've lost 
with each other because I know it's in there. I know there's an ancient memory of when we were just one before we start incarnating into this material world. But we've disconnected from it and we've lost it. And in that place in which we lost it, guess what? Mankind showed up with religions to fill it with this dogma and doctrine, making it no longer that intelligence within us of any effect whatsoever. So this is the time to awake from your sleep. And then what the prophet said, awake thou that sleepest and shake yourself from the dust of this earth and the glory shall shine up on you. I bet in whatever you are in life right now, maybe you're going through a move, a divorce, you lost your job, you're financially strapped, all these kind of things going on. Wouldn't this be a wonderful time to just shake and vibrate to a higher frequency and have the heavens open over your life and feel the sun of God's glory shining up on your face and upon your life? You can do that right now wherever you are. You can just open your heart and receive that presence wherever you may be. So the word mystery. Now, this is a little play on word. I guess I'm going to get uh, clever here for a minute, even though I said uh, we shouldn't, but I'm going to. Uh, but I want you to realize that uh, most of us who study uh, the, the, the characters in the Bible, the apostles, the prophets, the uh, Old Testament, New Testament, these guys, and it mostly is guys, there's a few women thrown in here and there, but mostly it's the guys, the men, because the Bible has taught them on a literal that only God made man. Women, sorry, you didn't get made, according to the literal of the Bible. And that's very clear. It's that God made man in his image and likeness, not the woman. The woman comes out of the man that God makes. Anyway, this crazy uh, literal doctrine certainly needs to be visited, and I'm sure glad to do it. I'm sure glad to break down that wall in every way that I can. If you stay with me, I'll do that. But we have uh, many, many people have had to suffer because of this kind of teachings that the letter killeth, but spirit can give life to. And that's what we want, want that to do. So what I'm saying to you is when we only go back and talk about them in the time they lived, we're, we're talking about history. If there's a woman, it might be herstory. So we have history and herstory, which is his story and her story. That's their story. Now, where's our story? Where's my story? Isn't that what you're wanting to know? Every one of you have these questions. Why am I here? Where did I come from? Where am I going? That is almost universal within the collective mind of mankind. Everybody has these questions. Why am I here? Why was I born? Why? Why? What, what is it I'm supposed to be here to do? What am I heading for? What am I trying to, to gain in some way? So we're going to call that the mystery, my story, his story, her story, my story. So think about this again. When the mystery, when my story is finished, when my story, what is my story? Well, you find it in the Christ mind. You see, Christ is the mind of God incarnated into the human being. Now, it was always there. There's really nothing new under the sun 
it says. There's nothing to add or take away from. It's just what's been lost in consciousness. What has been lost in the mind of mankind? But we have the promise that all has been lost will be found uh, and rediscovered in some way. So as you listen to this type of uh, talks like I'm doing and maybe others that you are, uh, the great thing that we want for you is to have an experience of an aha moment, like, ah, oh, they said it, but I remembered it. I read it in a book, but I remembered it. I am, always bring it back to the I am that you are. Again, my mind is made up about you. The only possible way in which you can truly know you, yourself, is the light of God's mystery, which is Christ in you. Jesus died mankind's, uh, uh, mankind's death on the cross and thus brought final closure to any basis of judgment. Now, uh, we can pick it up there next week if, if Spirit will allow us to do that. And we'll talk about, yes, Jesus died representing the human physical ego part of man. The body, the embodiment of the ego was crucified and undone, not Christ. Christ had no nails in his hand. Christ had no thorn. Christ had no death whatsoever because Christ is the eternal essence of God itself manifested into your story. So today, let's continue on until we find a completion to the mystery of God so there'll be no more blockages or delays to our inheritance to all that God has created us to receive and to have in this moment. Thank you so much for joining us. Please let us hear from you. Tell somebody else about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you until next week. Thank you. From Sin to Zen is sponsored by Soma Energetics Vibrational Tools and Training. Raise your vibration at www.somaenergetics.com And Heartlight Spiritual Center, a spirit-led, heart-centered, Christ-conscious, loving community. Raise your consciousness at www.heartlightcharlotte.org